0: What this is?
1: Here we are. Ladies, yep. gentlemen, boys and girls, My bad. children of all ages. Welcome to another episode of the osna podcast presented to you by SSA in conjunction with the Craft Factory. You know what time it is you know who it is it's your boy the man who puts the osa and osa and abe yep there's somewhere else on this screen my brother decked out in the green and all kinds of green and you will find out soon why
2: grace okay
1: man okay Somewhere else on this screen with a fresh ball fade. Talk about it, somebody. Well, which one? Because, you know. Oh, see, see, God <laughs> don't like ugly women doing this. These uh, hey, listen. Hey, 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 hey.
2: He ain't say nothing in the beginning. He wanted to win, know, wanted to win until we were live. No, no, he wanted to wait until we were alive before he said it's not a He didn't want all did, praise going to Emmanuel. <laughs> he had to remind people, like, "Hello,
1: um, no,
3: nah, nah, I'm, I'm just here. saying, which, well, which, uh, up, which brother, uh, you I'm talking here? about?
1: He a humble brag. Well, well, which one? Which ball just, fade? Are you his, his voice got real, Michael Jackson. Order instruction. Which ball fade, O'Shaughnessy? You gonna do a walk on me? Oh my. He this is, I think, your third or fourth week strong with this name, E B over everybody. You really yeah. buying into Imani Bates. Okay, Funke. bless your heart, Emmanuel. Yeah, bless your heart, Baba Funke. And the, the the other the other ball fade. It is a drop fade by
3: technicality. No ball.
1: Fade is a fade. Our producer, the man. Uh no myths, all legend on the twos and ones. Season 1's, wow. So, no yeah. rhythm. You're... You see what I did there? You see what I did there? Oh, Season 1's. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Anyway, gentlemen, how are we feeling today? How are we good. feeling today? Good. Oh,
3: pretty ain't good. nothing but
2: a G thing. Pretty I can't good. complain about nada.
3: Yeah. Things are nada blessed. Nada boom bada. Let's see. Sports is back. Even though people are... It feels like World War 4. Battle of attrition with these... Everybody getting sick. COVID or whatever. But... Hey, sports is, sports is back. You know, we're grateful at least, but at what cost? Who knows?
1: At what cost? Speaking of sports being back, y'all, listen. All the news and all the rage has been surrounding the bubbles, right? All kinds of bubbles. If I hear one more thing about but, every time I the hear bubble. the bubble, I think of that movie Bubble Boy. Did y'all see that movie Bubble Boy? This is <laughs> kind of old, 90s, but yeah, that's, that's all I think about when I hear the bubble. Last week, were the pictures from the NBA bubble of that trash food that they've been eating? Um, on top of that, though, just just a side note in case y'all don't, y'all don't know why they're getting trash food is because uh, from the you know they're getting it from from the park because they're Disney World, and so everyone is technically in quarantine. But after their their whatever I think it's eight days is done, then they can have a private chef and all that other stuff come in, which is cool. But it came out today that the league actually also hired a uh, a pretty well known you know pro chef to come in and consult with Disney to make sure they were not serving. If it was Gordon Ramsay, he would have he would have burned the kitchen down. Okay, <laughs> I forget his name, but they hired this chef to come in and consult. So hopefully, we're no longer going to see. You know, hospital food being served to these players, uh, and the, the other difficulty is there are players with dietary restrictions as well. So it, it makes it a little difficult. So the NBA bubble, we've seen the the I don't want to say atrocities because you know that at least they have food in their bellies, but we've seen the shenanigans there. We've seen the shenanigans in the uh, in the WNBA bubble,
3: right? Yo, dog, man, crazy. Crazy stuff. Sad. I mean, that's yeah, not even worse. Right? you got a player that's taking medicine that that really don't want to go, but you forcing her to go.
1: You feel me, Elena Deladon? Randy MVP taking sixty four pills a day for a that's combination insane. of Lyme disease and back, uh, you know, recurring back issues. Yeah. And you're and ask for a medical exemption to opt out of the season, and you say no.
3: Yeah. Like that. That is, is why. No, I my my main issue is this. They started off. The WNBA started off as a catalyst. Like, yeah, you know, they're they're leading the way with doing the, doing the right things, you know, with with social justice and everything that's been going on. They've been doing it right, and then the moment they hit the bubble, it's like they forgot all types of morality, like from the laundry room issue, from the food, from um, their practice time, they got to practice on like one facility, like they don't have that many facilities, obviously um, to practice in, you know, in this situation where she's taking, uh, Ella's taking what? 64 pills, which first of all is mind boggling. Cause I'm like, where, where in the time can you eat throughout the day? So you're taking that, you're telling her, Hey, we need you at the bubble. Cause this is your job. Okay. As an employee, there is or should be a clause or something in in the handbook that says, yo, if a person is not ready to work in an environment that doesn't aid their health of, of their body, they shouldn't be going. So the fact that she has to choose and she's been public, she's actually posted something today on the uh, uh, player's tribune, as far as, you know, the fact that I have to choose hurts like, and she says, this is not, we don't get our paychecks is nowhere near the NBA's paychecks. Number one, And so the fact that I can't miss because that's a whole paycheck I'll miss, but at the same time, I don't want to go because I'm literally going to risk my life. That is unethical. That's immoral to me for a workplace to force you to pretty much go to work, even though your life is at stake. That's it would have been different if their contracts was way up to par as far as money wise compared to the NBA. But these women are not making anything compared to um, sports standards. So the fact that you're making these women play beyond all measure because you want them to put out a sport on TV, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a man and I'm offended. Like, I'm offended for them. I feel really bad that, that that has to be an example. But I will say, if she decides to not play, I think that'll send a, a, just an alarm around sports period if she decides to play because she is one of the faces of the WNBA on that side number one and two i, th- I really believe if she says you know what forget the paycheck i would rather my life is more important i think that'll have an, a major effect on other athletes um you know coming to work to to play um especially with this going on so yeah i, I hope she does it out because i think it'll set a domino effect off
1: uh, looking at it as well, Riley brings up a valid point. He says, Imagine if LeBron, because she's the MVP, reigning yep. MVP. Imagine if LeBron, Pat Mahomes, said that they were sitting out due to medical issues. They were Did they win the
3: ring last year? Or am, I, or am I mistaken?
1: The Mystics? No, Mystics didn't.
3: Uh, I, I believe it was the Seattle Storm. Seattle.
1: It wasn't the Mystics. So
3: imagine, imagine
1: if if one of those MVPs sat out. Like, What would that look like? P- people would be it, not just up in arms, but there yeah. would be a, a plenty of people who would come out and support and say, yeah, but then you'd have some of the idiots like we've seen recently um, uh, in the sports world when players like a, a David Price opts out who say, whoa, it's great that you have the opportunity to opt out, but what about us, you know, essential workers and, and, and all of that? At the end of the day, this is this is their livelihood. I hope that the WNBA Players uh, Union steps up, Players Association steps up. Shout out to uh, uh, one of the Agumake sisters who's, who's yeah. I think, president of the association. Mm-hmm. Step up and you guys fire that shot across the bow in, in defense of, of EDD. Also, <laughs> I mean, bring, bring them out. Bring them out, and by EDD I mean Elena Deladon. Oh, it was the Mystics? Riley said it was the Mystics. On, so she's the, the reigning MVP yeah. from the reigning. So the best, the best, the best example. Yeah, then. Imagine okay. if Pat Mahomes said he's opting out of this season for health issues.
3: Yeah, it would have sent off waves, waves,
1: shock waves. Yeah. The other thing that people aren't are, are realizing is this WNBA players literally play that some of the top ones play basketball year round, they have the WNBA season, and then they have to go play overseas because they make, make more money yeah. playing overseas just to make ends meet. So as, as as we've seen, we're in a pandemic, so they can't play overseas this year. So the majority of your income is gone. So yeah. when she's saying I have to choose between health and a paycheck, a real she's thing. not just saying this. This, this is a very, very thing. real thing. She could lose her income for the year.
3: And these players don't have endorsements like, let's nope. say, Candace Parker. Now, granted, Candace Parker, yes, she's able to have endorsements and stuff. So if she was to say, you know what, I'm out, she's cool because she works with TNT. And she's P-T- on TNT. Report. All these yeah. other companies, there's yep. other female athletes. The Guma case they have other resources, but their majority of the players, let's just say, uh, Ella and uh, even Sabrina, like she only has one endorsement for shoe deal right now. Um, Elena, 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 I keep saying Ella, but Elena. But if they were to say I'm out, they would probably be struggling, and so I don't want us to. 'Cause people think, Oh, they're straight, they're athletes, they're professional athletes. No, they're professional athletes, but a lot of these players make a lot of money off of endorsements, commercials, shoe deals, uh, bookings, speaking a lot of these players are speaking engaged uh speaking uh uh what am I trying to say? Authors and speakers like Maya Moore, who just helped an inmate get out of prison. So she's been working on that because of the fact that she's dare I say she did risk a lot, but at the end of the day, she does have some backing too. Let's just be honest. So, a lot of these players is a it's a real life decision of going to this bubble and playing and risking a lot. So I, they have to be able to change some stuff because this is it's, they've been the leaving what twenty years. WMA has been around for more than twenty years now. So
2: it's actually crazy too because um, on the one hand they've been talking about equality. And then on the other hand, they're not really showing that equality with the with the fact that they're denying Elena. But it's so curious how everything is moving in a circle too. Because uh, just today, Asia Irving, Kyrie's sister, dropped her own sugar her own shoe um, in conjunction with the Kyrie. So I think the Kyrie sixes, and they just dropped today. And I, I like them. I like them for sure. But the tagline is. Who's something like? Who said "woman Ooh, ain't boys. meant to fly"? Something like that. Uh, I thought it was a dope tagline, and it got me to thinking. It's like, all right, you know, we got Kyrie's sister out here stunting. Um, what we a, it made me start. <laughs> it made me start thinking of like, yo. So, what about other women in the shoe industry? Who who else got a shoe game? So I was looking it up, and I saw that the first person was Cheryl Swoops. To get the her own uh-huh. signature shoe not a collaboration but her own signature shoe and i was like all right cool the air swoops and you know of course lisa leslie and um whatnot they got into it but it said that no current WNBA player has a signature shoe deal. they may have a collaboration yeah. or, or a limited like series that comes out in conjunction with but no one actually has their own signature shoe line. <laughs> Not even Terassi, one looking, of the greatest women players. Yeah, I'm looking and I'm like, <laughs> Yo, this is this is crazy, like, <laughs> you know. And and when we were talking about it, you said yourself that Maya Moore probably would have been the first one. And yeah. I think she has a collaboration she with, with Jordan. Yeah.
1: yeah, she's she's on Jordan Brand, so she was the yeah. first woman to get signed to Jordan Brand. Oh. Shout out to her, and I really believe if she hadn't stepped away for the social justice work, that she probably would have got that signature shoe. But it's all been collabs. It hasn't been a signature shoe yeah. deal.
2: Yeah, and so I was just like, dang, Like, we need to get some of these WNBA players a signature yeah. shoe deal. Because you mentioned uh, earlier Sabrina Ionescu she teased that with her um, signing that she might have her own signature shoe um, coming out in the future, too. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's going to be fire. And so when I kept digging into more research, I saw that, um, first of all, we need the Ogwumake sisters to all get their own shoe line. Oh, is, this free. Oh. <laughs> I'm copying this free. I'm copying because I already know going to be fire. <laughs> Almost, let's go. That's what we're <laughs> yeah, <facts>,
3: <laughs> yo, they going to
2: be nice though. The green, the green with the off whites. Oh man, I'm copying that. I'm copying yeah, that. But
1: the, the the Zoom Freak Twos, because those are never
2: all right. Missing. You know what? Some things look. So I was looking at it and said, I, I I saw they were trying to go with it. And I wasn't against it. It just didn't come out right. Like, I feel like in their head, it looked better.
1: And then when they actually put it on the paper. Like, this is not yeah, mm, this yeah. is yeah. how I described them. Listen, <laughs> if the if the why nots, the Kobe's and the PG's all had a shoe, baby together. That's what it would have looked like. It, yeah. it didn't work. That ain't it, chief. That ain't it. But uh, s-
2: still shout out to Santia Deck, who um, is the first woman athlete to own her own shoe company like she she has her own shoe brand called Tronus. um you may know her as the highest played uh woman's football player um she signed a contract with the la flames i believe they're called something like that and you know black woman shout out to her you know being able to say hey i control the shoe the shoe brand i control this brand this is my brand you know, when you see these pop off, it's not gonna be like, oh, that's Nike's. No, this is a whole different shoe idea. This is called the Tronus. So when she drops out, I'm gonna be looking forward to it. Um, hope she got some fire, fire styles. We'll see what happens though. But you see the spectrum of inequality to equality and it's like we gotta we gotta do better. We gotta yeah. do better. We gotta make it gotta make it more on the side of equality. Just stop. Can't be having all these one sided things. Yeah. Exactly,
3: exactly. They're not token women, these are athletes, they're professionals actually treat them like that. I think them being on shoe deals, in their minds, it's like, oh my God, we got a shoe deal. But in the brand's mind, it's like, okay, now we got a face to show that, hey, we're we're for, you know, equality, gender equality, and and treating other athletes, female athletes as equal. And now it's like with everything going on, now it, it really is exposing like, hold on, like you're still treating them as token. Like players, token athletes—they're not just token people. These are the main attractions in their league, you know. So I—it's crazy. Yeah, Sue Bird has not got a shoe deal. Tarasi, Griner, um, a lot of these athletes. So it's—it's it's a shame. It is—it is,
1: it is genuinely a shame. But I really hope when it comes to equality that this is the next step and that mm-hmm. it becomes more than just a shoe deal, but it also. I'm sorry, that it's more than just the equal pay. Riley brought it up. The WNBA, they fought. Shout out to Riley, by the way, part of the Full Court Press crew. If you guys need a good basketball podcast, go ahead and check out Full Court Press. Riley, Pierre, Matt, they're doing the thing over there. But they fought. They got some a, a pay bump, all of that, um, maternity leave paid but now you have the setback of this bubble mm-hmm. and we see that even though we thought they'd made some strides, we thought the WNBA had made some strides that it really haven't, they still have a long way to go. The Elena Don situation being a key reminder of that. Yeah. So equality, the fight still, still, still uh, presses on. Like we've said, I think for the past month, at least on this, on this program, apply pressure, keep applying pressure. Yeah. A change is not a change until it's fully changed So keep applying pressure. Keep speaking up guys, keep contacting who you need to contact, keep representing and keep. Uh, also one thing I would say is if you have some sort of platform, if you have even if it's just your social media page, use it to platform individuals who, you know, represent a segment of, of society that is not that is being underrepresented and undertreated and is facing a, a measure of inequality. So if it's women's athletes that you, that you recognize need it, man, go for it. Give them a great uh, a showing on your platform encourage them break stories like like the story of, of what Maya Moore did uh, break stories like what's going on with Elena Deladon because mm-hmm. people need to know they are we are uh, these individuals are more than athletes these are women these are mothers these are daughters these are sisters and they have lives to live as well they're not just entertainment uh, or entertainment they're not the butt of jokes like women's sport has been mm-hmm. for a while so keep keep applying pressure keep applying pressure. I think to swing over to the next bubble, the, the NBA bubble, they it you. has been reported that the, the, we'll call it the 6-9 snitch line. Hey, snitching
3: over in there. Don't, in case you don't know, there's,
1: there's an anonymous hotline that players can call if they see somebody violating.
3: That's insane. It appears
1: the line has been used.
3: Frequent, actually.
1: Multiple times. Multiple times. The last one was Butler, right? so no Jimmy Butler got reports um, from whoever is next door to him in his hotel that there was too much noise coming from his hotel room so they came and checked it out he's been in his hotel room dribbling the basketball all throughout the room (laughs) right shout out to to... So I just want to be sure I just want to be sure the hotel is
2: only populated by necessary staff and NBA players right (laughs) that's what we're
3: saying allegedly (laughs) allegedly
2: (laughs) So which one of y'all <laughs> players is salty that this man Jimmy is working even during his free time? Crazy. Which one? They hating, bro. They hating. I swear. Hate him. It, you know what? It must be Carl Anthony Towns. He must be next. I'll so be like, I'm gonna get this guy back. I'm gonna get
1: him back. I'm gonna get him back for for, for I me mean like that. Here's oh the thing, though. Here's here's the the million dollar question. I have to ask this. If you were a team that's in the bubble. Then you have a, I mean, if you're in the bubble means you have a shot at winning a title. Yeah. Would you snitch out a star on another team for you to win a title? I'm on the phone right now. (laughs) 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 Speed dial. (laughs) Someone said the NBA bubble got their own Randall from recess. Hey, Randall uh, is is the the goat uh, of all snitches. Okay. look, we are already a shortened season. We
3: are already here, you know, people battling sickness. You might as well, look, I'm using the phone. If you are out, if you are outside your premises, I am calling. You're going home. I don't care. <laughs> this season is already on an asterisk mode anyway. So if you go to get your Postmates food, I'm calling.
2: <laughs> Bro, the fact that he just, all man. he did was just collect his posts. My man yo, collected his
1: Postmates. And- it's like, yo, eight-day lockdown. Eight that day was lockdown wild. Now. Eight days cold. World. I can't even the get my order. Go <laughs> right. Get me out of here. This is beyond me. Tell <laughs> them t- t- about the gun line, boss.
2: <laughs> that's what that's exactly what happened. Sure no more play, boy. No.
3: But did you guys wow. see there's a video actually? Austin Rivers posted today, and he was making a joke about it, but you could tell he was a little salty. He was like, Yo, did you see you see this video? You do you see what's happening? You see LeBron's house over here? This is his house. No. Yeah, not this room. Yeah. This whole thing—it is situation. a huge, like, house. Pretty it's much a compound. What With we this would this whole room back home—a compound. Like the yeah, like, the compound. You would think That's... you would think the players are all staying in one place. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> y'all thought, y'all really thought. I don't know who else is though. Is getting that treatment though. Maybe Harden, I don't know. Maybe. But,
0: but um, Greg Free.
3: <laughs> he's not that. Yeah, he's not yeah. like that though. I don't think he's nah, that he person.
2: He
3: yeah, he he's in the room. Like, if, if, if
1: did, he did, he would only do it on condition of him being able to bring in the whole key. family.
2: Yeah. Okay, it was probably him, him who was dribbling. It wasn't even Jimmy, but they was like, I'm going to still get Jimmy. It was yeah, probably, was, what, it, was probably
1: it, it was probably someone on the Bucks snitching on Jimmy, even though they
3: knew it was Giannis. Someone he's probably Ben Simmons. <laughs>
1: And like yo, y'all just can't get in trouble, but
2: you know that that picture of uh, Mo Bamba floating around, yeah. yo, yo, yo. My man, yo. Has, has fully accepted his yeah. African identity. Yeah, <laughs> you look yeah. at the so report. We
1: call him Swole Bamba.
3: Listen,
2: Mo somebody Bamba said,
3: "Yes, ma'am." I saw him a. Over with, 20 piece oh, <laughs> with a
2: twenty-piece. Oh my his face is slim, right? It's like, all right, cool. But when you saw. When you saw him it was like, ah, he's
1: African <laughs> or oh, Africa? Oh, uh-uh. He went from he went from There's Mo no to doubt. Mohammed.
2: There's no doubt. Yeah. I was like, yo, he been having that goosey head too.
3: But what but okay. but on a serious note, he they're in the bubble, right? They're playing, right? Orlando's in the bubble. Yeah, Orlando's in the if bubble. If he uses like let's just be I mean they ain't gonna win nothing, but him gaining that muscle, and him playing against somebody like Embiid during that season when the season starts—about twenty-five pounds. I mean, so about Embiid might be muscle? a little shook. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's a whole—that's a lot. That's a lot of muscle. Wait, though, Twenty-eight pounds.
1: There's Embiid in the in the tunnel after losing to the the Raptors Listen, last year.
2: I'm Betting not sure if, if Embiid will be shook, but it will be a bigger problem because. I like Embiid's footwork better than um, Bamba, he can get it. but yeah, it yeah, will yeah. be a serious issue for Biggs overall if yeah. Bamba puts on that muscle and can start bullying because he's, he's a in realize he can blocker. play
3: basketball, like for real?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a, a like shot blocker. He's got a silky silky game. I mean, yeah. and, like, he he a shooter, too. he's a shooter He can shooter. shoot. Yeah. He can shoot. So if you, if you put that muscle on, he's and that was the knock on him was people didn't feel that like he could you know, really get it in down low. You put that muscle on, he's gonna be able yeah. to hold his own. He's gonna be, he will be starter. Yeah, yeah, folks, better watch out for brother, for for God Bamba. Man, I was like,
2: okay, okay, I saw the ebba and the Goosey that you were eating. Okay, yeah. go ahead, go Being ahead. Strong.
1: That's a for those diet. of you who think this is all false. Listen, had mm-hmm. Uncle. Okay, that's all he ate. My man didn't lift no weights. Sheesh. the raw strength that he possessed was otherworldly. For, for Nigerians, a goosey and a is the equivalent of spinach for Popeye, okay? You get that in, our, in us, it's a wrap. And I know Kamar Usman has had his fair share of that, but we will get to that in a moment. Moving right along, though, as we continue to talk about, you know, injustice and inequality, it's come out today that Kenny Stills was arrested while mm. protesting... The the lack of arrest of the killers of Breonna Taylor because they are still out there. Okay. We are approaching, I think we're at day 124 and they still haven't been arrested. Mm. One of them is out there living his best life. Photos came out of him on vacation. Yep. These these dudes are out and about roaming and scrolling and the roaming streets. Earth. Roaming the earth. No questions. Okay. Kenny
3: Stills was out there protesting
1: and he has been out. Oh,
3: really yeah. Really? And we we can't say it's a NFL thing because, I mean, he was with the protesters. So we can't combine it in that sense. But the fact that matters is that dude got arrested with 100 people. Um, and he, of course, he got out, uh, I believe, today, I believe. And, of course, he made the comment, like, yo, why am I, like, I got arrested, but Brianna's killer is still, still out on the loose. Like... It's an atrocity. It is. It's an atrocity that athletes are getting arrested and all this other stuff is happening. But we it can, can arrest 87 people,
1: but not the
3: four In one or swoop, five. too.
2: <laughs> one
1: swoop. In one swoop. As if it was the easy... As if it was just snap of the fingers like, you Thanos, you got the glove, you... Snap your fingers. They yeah. arrested. Bro, you can't arrest the... four. I mean, you can't even bring them in for questioning?
3: Well, well techni- technicality, they actually did. There's a recording of that whole process of an investigator that wasn't even... That investigator was phony. It was He was on their side. He was pretty much giving them questions in a way that they don't even have to answer. If we have time, I have the whole video. I'll play it. But he was asking them stuff that... It's like... You're not, asking, ask, you're not actually asking them, like, what did you do? You're framing their words for them to kind of just shoot the shot. Like, you give them an alley-oop. And so it looks like they didn't do anything wrong. Like, oh, they were in the midst of gentrification. And, oh, you know, we're in the process of rebuilding stuff. We, so we had to check the premises and, all like, a whole bunch of BS. A whole bunch of BS. So it's a lot of layers, but there's video to that. Um, but, yeah, so there's a reason why they're not arrested yet, too.
1: It is an egregious miscarriage of justice. I I haven't used that term, miscarriage of justice, in a while. But this is, listen, this is what we're sitting and facing right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs)
2: Listen,
1: I have the Baba O glasses are on, sitting on the bridge of my nose, okay? That's how I feel today. (laughs) When we talk about systemic racism, and for those of you who are out there and you may be rolling your eyes when I throw that term out there, listen, you're gonna hear it, and I'm we're gonna keep saying it. When we talk about systemic racism, this is a prime example. Okay, you are as protesters, but the very thing that they are protesting, you have not even brought to justice. Yeah. Outrageous. And that's the thing about systemic racism that I think people fail to miss. People will say, Well, I don't like I don't see it. The, the, the system works fine for me. The system works fine for you because it wasn't designed to hold you back. Mm-hmm. So for those of us who are sitting in it, for those of us who are sitting in the cage, it's just like it is just like a zookeeper saying, Well, I don't understand why the animals are upset because you're not one of the animals in the cage. We are sitting in the cage and we're saying we want help. And it's until you see what freedom does, then your eyes are open and say, oh.
0: Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow.
3: (laughs) That's what it is.
1: I'll never forget. This scene (laughs) got me. Shout out to to Doe Exotic, the Tiger King. This scene got me in, in that whole Tiger King situation. It was I think it was the probably the last 20 minutes of the final episode of the whole, you know, docuseries. And Joe Exotic is on the run. He's he's closing up shop. He's giving away his animals, dropping them off at different sanctuaries. And he he gets emotional as he's talking. uh, He's somewhere in Alabama dropping off two of two of his chimpanzees that he's had for years. And he said he's watching them. And they're at this animal sanctuary and they're roaming free and they're happy and they're excited. And he says this, he says, as much as I love those chimpanzees, I'm seeing them free and how they're interacting. And I'm thinking about how I had them for the past 15 years in a cage is right next to each other, but they're not really getting to interact like they could. And he starts choking up and he said, I never realized what I was doing to them. I didn't realize the lack of freedom that I gave them. And I think it's until some people, it's in their face to recognize just how detrimental systemic racism is to uh, people of color that they know that are close to them. It's until they see it that finally the aha will click. But until that day, don't know what we can say. Moving along with the, the NFL, Dallas has made a final offer to Dak Prescott, to which Dak said, Thank you, but no, thank you, sir. So, Daph will be one of the twelve franchised players this upcoming season. Look, they dragged their feet too long. They drag. They, they drag their feet. You yeah, yeah, know, does. does. That, it that, that's, what, that's what. That's what. Uh, I'm sorry, Jimmy, Jerry. That's what Jerry does. It's Jerry Jones we're talking about. Are we surprised?
2: I mean, look. No. look this is why when the golf. Um, signing happened. The contract extension, like, yeah, it's, it was crazy and unexpected in terms of how much he got. But have we waited? We would probably be in the same situation, you know, be like, "Oh, I deserve more." It's like, first of all, golf—you haven't done put up any numbers. Like, yes, you went to a Super Bowl, but you haven't put up any numbers similar to what Dak put up or to what Mahomes put up. But he still would have a legitimate stand to be like, "All right, that's the market value." I want more.
3: That sums it up. So I was, page. I was all,
2: I was all for everybody getting. I, I said it. Everybody on their team should get their contracts taken care of before Mahomes does. Because once Mahomes kicks in, that whole market about to reset and it's gonna get tougher. Yeah. it's gonna get tougher. And Jerry Jones thought that Dak would fold. <laughs> Dak stood his ground, and now you know. You, you, you got this situation. It's on you. Credit to it's him, on you, but he's,
3: he's gone. I think he's gone by, by
1: situation. It's a situation.
0: It's funny you guys mentioned that. Um, Dak's brother just posted a tweet about, what, less than 30 minutes ago. He's saying, there's a reason ever a Dallas Cowboys fan growing up or before they drafted Dak after today. Who knows how much longer I'll be cheering for them.
3: My point exactly. So,
1: with that fresh hot off the presses, we got to ask this million dollar question or this, this, uh, first of all, all they got to stop
3: doing that, dog.
2: They got to stop like bending smoke. They got to stop doing that. <laughs> it,
1: listen. It, it, I mean, no. it, it happens with every great free agent these days. We saw it with KD, it is what it is. So, here's the million dollar, 40 million dollar question Where does that go? if he doesn't re-sign with the, uh, with the Cowboys next year. Because the Cowboys, okay, we already know franchise tag this year. They're going to have to pay him up some money. The D.C. Warriors. <laughs> this dude said the D.C. Warriors. <laughs> does he go to D.C.? Where, where does he go? What do you guys have here? Because he's depends not going to be a backup.
3: On... It Ooh, you on on like that?
1: that? Back to the Vikings? It depends on I what wouldn't be mad at back to the Vikings. I, listen, I'll... Kirk Cousins is not hefty bad per se. Glad but bad. I don't believe he's the one that can get us over the hump. Okay. Yeah. But statistically, he, people don't realize statistically he's not that he's
3: not that bad. Oh no!
0: Exactly. He's but not. you gotta understand, though, he went into New Orleans in the playoffs, talk about overtime, it. and breach and threw a touchdown to Randolph Nine. in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, Kirk Cousins needs his respect. I know he's not. He's not an elite quarterback per se but this guy is accurate if he, gets a, if he gets a offensive line that plays consistent and if Dalvin Cook Reach. could put a could have a healthy season, Minnesota could go to the Super Bowl Full time. That, they can
1: Full <laughs> <time>. <laughs> my heart be still. So I ain't crazy cool. out here. No,
2: Thank no, you. I, think, I think a good a good spot for Doc pr- would probably be Indy because Indy finally yeah. has that. So you say get out, Philip
3: Rivers. We don't care about you.
2: <laughs> I, don't know yo, I mean, yo, he was only a one year, yeah. He was, he was on a one year. He's only good for this season. They're not planning <laughs> on keeping. But that's the thing. It depends on how well he do because if they're then they're probably going to try to shoot for Trevor Lawrence or whatnot. In the in the next year's draft, but if they do a decent job with Philip, they're going to be in that spot where they can't rely really on the draft unless they make some more trades. So if Dak is available, I I like it. Their O line is just as good, if not better, than um, Dallas's O line. They, they have they have they're younger. They have good running backs in uh in Mack and Hines. You know, not they're not Zeke level, but they do what they do. They got they Taylor. Do have receivers. They, do have ta- yeah. they do have Taylor. So I can definitely see Dak to end I think actually work out well. It'll be a good
1: partnership. Does Dak need to stay in the NFC?
3: That was my first question.
0: No, uh I
1: think I think the AFC might or, be a Damn. What'd you say, Osan? I said if is Dak better suited staying in the nfc or should he go to the afc
0: afc uh me personally i don't think it's gonna happen i think a perfect fit for him would be tennessee with derrick henry mm. uh mm. offensive line that's my personal opinion but i don't think it's gonna happen because they're too committed to Tannehill right now
2: yeah
1: plus uh, they're gonna uh, regret cashing out didn't they uh didn't
2: they just cash out oh boy that, henry,
1: henry, henry, yeah yeah henry just yeah. got his chips today 50 million 25.5 guaranteed He got his chips. He was he was he was on the borderline of that good old franchise tag. Yeah.
3: So deserves it.
1: Shout out to Dave Henry for getting his chips. He definitely deserved it. Oh for Daniel, 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 I
2: personally don't think Daniel that um Phillip is in Indy to tank. I really don't, but I don't see Indy also being uh, uh, a legit threat too, given the age of Phillip. So I think they'll be at that eight and eight type realm, which puts some – Kinda outside of hey, let me get this franchise QB player. Uh, so I love India as a choice for sure. Um, Tennessee would have been a solid one, but yeah, I agree with you. I know they seem too devoted to Tannehill. They they gave him money, more money than he honestly
3: deserved. Probably should have earned. It.
2: Yeah. So, Indy's Indy's a good one, but if he goes to ASC, you know he he got the the AMC younger stacked. guys. Yeah, when it comes to quarterback right now. It's starting to be real
3: stacked
2: like, over there. It's like, look, he left the uh, the big boys, the old boys club, and hopped in with the younger guys. Yeah, and it's like, it. oh, can the I young hang? Gun. <laughs> He's like, can I hang? I, I thought I was too young for the older guys at the NFC with the Breeze and Rodgers and whatnot. But, man, now I'm looking here. I got LJ. I got Patrick Mahomes. I got Watson. You know, Cam is the, old, it's the
1: oldest one out here. He's balling. Yep. Right. The, it's, it's the AFC is the, is the young gunslingers. It's the young guns yep. right now. That's what it is.
3: Yep. Yeah. NFC and them, but uh, what, Grandpa and uh, Russell Wilson?
1: Pop and them. It's and, pop and them. Papa
3: and them. And then you got yeah. Russ and Dak.
1: We're we going to call that the NFC, pop in the pocket. That's what we're going to call it.
3: it pop <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the pocket. That's what it is. What's an, actually, just- speaking of Dak on this last year, Aaron Rodgers, is this contract? Because I know he's pissed over there. What's his contract look like? <laughs> he
2: pissed all the time at this point.
3: True, I believe, yeah, he, I believe he has
0: like I, I believe he has like three or four years oh. on his deal, but I think it makes sense if he um, if he plays this year and next year, then obviously they'll be best to trade him in the middle of that that deal.
3: They're gonna so, have to because he's over. It. Look, we talk about Send him the to Dallas. Brady,
2: to, Brady to Tampa Bay move. If <laughs> Green Bay were to trade AR twelve. On on the level of impact, oh, where would you put that up? Would it be just as crazy as Tom Brady leaving New England? Would it be yeah. crazy as like when Brett Favre first left?
3: Yeah, because he then, is Green Bay.
2: Because he retired when he was still in Green Bay, and then unretired to come back and went to the Vikings. So before he decided, made like, hey, I'm back. You know what? With I felt like I was away. Kids. Yeah, it's like before I thought I was done, but I came back before that happened. When he first, where would you put that level of impact if AR twelve was to get traded?
1: Here's the thing. That's I think heavy. with heavy Bra- Brady, Brady leaving the Patriots was was kind of already in the cards. People, people kind yeah. of seen that thing coming. Right. Uh, I think with AR twelve, people would have been a little more shocked if they hadn't drafted a quarterback. The second, True. the second they drafted a quarterback, everybody was like, "Whoa, this brother! Uh, who is he? Yeah, oh, he yeah, yeah." And if he's not, if he's <laughs> not, not an angry, call. I'll be shocked. You know, yeah. so I don't think AR twelve leaving is that big of a deal. It's just a matter of where he goes to. I honestly, I feel like Philip Rivers was a little bit more of a surprise, just a little bit more, only because he's, I mean. It's for so me, important. it was more so like, all right, I get
2: it. He's he's one of those consistently – consistent quarterbacks, you know, especially yeah. when it comes to fantasy football. He's, he's a right. consistent uh, quarterback for you. But him leaving, it's not like, oh, he was still balling out and he's now going to go to a team where he can uh, do damage a la Peyton Manning when he came back and he got cut, and so he went to Denver. It was like, all right, right you gave him – He's we don't know if he still has a talent, people still think he has a talent and you give him a good team let's see what happens. Philip is like Philip we know you have talent. Um you haven't done much. It's not really their fault. It's also not fully your fault. Now we're giving you a new team. I'm not expecting much from Philip. So that's not why either. for me it didn't mean much. I was like I don't expect him to be like all right, we're about to go to the Super Bowl run. Especially
1: stayed in the same the same conference just switched divisions. I'm like, if Drew know, Brees God. had walked, if Drew Brees had left the Saints, I think would have been a, oh, oh, shoot, Drew Brees, okay. Right,
3: right. Before the comments yeah. or after the Especially
1: comments? Especially with when you look at Tom Brady, you're coming off losing in the wild card, too. It's different if you had just made a Super Bowl run, but you're coming off of taking that L that we all kind of expected in the wild card, and yeah, it is what it is. And it looked like it was
2: their year to really do some damage because they finally were healthy. And everything was clicking. The defense was on fire. The offense was clicking. Because that's one of the things with the problem with the Chargers was that they couldn't stay healthy. Every right. training camp, every preseason right. is like, star player, Keenan yeah. Allen out. Uh There's, uh no. Um,
1: Derwin James.
0: Derwin, Derwin James. Derwin Just like,
2: hey. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we we try to see whether the Chargers are really about it. Because we haven't really seen them make noise since uh Peyton was in the league, low-key. We right. haven't really seen them be a threat like that. So they were finally a threat, come up against the Patriots and got hogwashed. Mm-hmm. Just straight smacked up. And we were well, like, oh, wax on, wax man. off, Danielson. This wasn't the same team we and saw in the regular season <laughs> that was dominated like that. No, this was a whole. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden the Patriots started slapping them up. Like, okay. That was crazy. So for me, it's like Philip Rivers, Indy. I see it as just a placeholder. Like yes, they gave him twenty five mil, but it's a place over. I don't expect much from him. I don't I agree, expect Daniel. him to uh, win the
3: division. Uh, Daniel said they should have stayed with Brissett. I agree, I honestly. Agree, I agree. Yeah, um, I was
2: surprised. I was surprised because I saw no reason not to to stay with Brissett. Yeah, so showed promise. He, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't turning over the ball. He exactly. was doing a good job of using his legs to keep plays alive and to keep drives alive. So it's just a matter of at that time too, it was just health. Because I know he missed maybe about four games because I had him as my backup QB in fantasy, you know.
0: He was actually not bad for fantasy. He, no, he, actually, he, he, had, he had top 12 uh, QB numbers uh, within the first half of the season. So that, that's actually not a bad pickup.
2: It was the second that's half hard. that he started missing a few games. So it's right. just like what y'all continue to, to grow because, I mean, we look at the coach the last three seasons. The big knock against them was, yo, they can't protect luck. They can't protect luck. And the year they finally have the best offensive Hold line they've of had. <laughs> luck is like, all right, I'm out. I'm gonna head out. I'm dipping. I'm good, y'all. This it's too little, too late. So we bring Brissette, who luck co-signed on Brissett. Luck co-signed on him, you know, and he was under Bill. He was under Brady. So he has some some knowledge. He's not a scrub. And he was doing well. You know, we weren't expecting to do what Luck did by no means because there can, there is only one luck. Brissett is nowhere near the talent of luck. But we expect the Prescott to do well and they they start off rocking. They start off rocking and it uh, surprised a lot of people cuz a lot of people said that with luck out, all right Colts. they're not winning division no more. Cuz I had the coach winning the division. And I still mm. felt like all right, they might not win it but they'll be second. And they start looking like okay, they could actually compete for this division. Injuries kicked in, you know, they kept, kind of fell off. They choked some games away. Because remember that game against the Chiefs? They played the Chiefs very well.
1: Bro, they played, the they played well. them. They played them well.
2: Because that was the Chiefs' first loss, right, that season? against Yeah. The Colts? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, uh, to Felipe's point, uh, yeah, at times, Jacoby has a tendency to hold on the ball too long. Um, I've been noticing at times, but... It, I mean, if it's there, he'll take his shots. And keep in mind, Bill Parcells co-signed Jacoby Bursette, um heading into the draft, and that's why. And you know, uh, Bill Belichick, one of his guys, he looks up to is obviously Bill Parcells because there's uh, there's um, rumors around. They're saying that Bill Belichick is not as great as not as great as a scout as he thinks. So he relies a lot on um, elite college coaches to see. You know. With skill guys and quarterback guys to draft, and if they fit that uh, system, so Brissett fit the system well. Remember, Jacoby had uh, had success when uh, I think one of the quarterbacks was down, and uh, he he came in and he played he played great. Um, uh, that, that one time his first start over in New England. So uh, keep that in mind with that. So I mean, Jacoby.
1: That's why. That's why Bill is still so close to Nick Saban. Yep. Mhm. If you and if you've seen their conversation that they had on I think it was for Showtime or HBO, you should definitely check it out. It was a good it was a good peek into the both of their brains and their history and all of that. I like that little kind of stuff any anyhow. Uh for the real reason we're here today, the real reason why my brother Abe is nijad out today for the real reason? Why your boy got a few uh, white tee and some goody gold gold? Here it is. UFT two fifty one fight. I man, what a card! Boy. What a card? What what a card? It wasn't. That's the, that's <laughs> All right, first thing.
2: off, everybody complained about Usman was boring. Oh, he should have. <laughs> it was <laughs> black. Look, look, dog, look, y'all I just <laughs> bad. Y'all just mad oh, That's yeah. nightmare decided yeah. to win a title to keep his championship belt. He decided to do what he does to win, and y'all want to. First of all, well, I need y'all hitters to fall back. Y'all know one wahala now. Y'all no one wahala now. Right no now. All right, talk your ish. Respect, respect, respect <laughs> your champion. Respect your
1: champion. All right,
2: right here, man.
1: Talk to him, Felipe. my child here listen okay you got me banging on my seat for a second here Listen, (laughs) if you want want knockouts watch those guys who are on the undercard because they fight too loose okay you want this is the problem people don't know how to appreciate skill people forget this man Kamaru Usman okay is an NCAA title winning wrestler okay So he grapples we saw him listen we saw that he can throw blows and exchange punches with colby covington okay if you want to see a knockout watch what happened Covington. that was josh perfect perfect, personal he still hasn't recovered but watch the way that he rests masvidal okay masvidal's a brawler we know that come on that's like me all right Going head up with Mike Tyson. I know Mike Tyson is going to punch me out. So what am I going to do? I'm going to scrap him the only way I know how, okay? Folks out here expecting him to go blow for blow with Masvidal. No, come on, man. And plus, if you listen, this is the other thing I love. See, I love all aspects of sports. One thing I love more than any is strategy. okay? Listening to the way Usman's corner was talking to him throughout the fight after round one, because round one, that was Masvidal. That was Masvidal's fight. Never forget, Masvidal came in on six days of six day notice. Masvidal comes in, and this is what Usman's corner tells him in the in the break in between rounds one and two. Listen, don't fall into the trap. Mm-hmm. Do what you do best. Get some takedowns. But Masvidal. He's going to have 10 of those spurts throughout the next four rounds. 10 of his flurries. Withstand the flurries and do what you need to do. And let's get out of here with this title belt again. And like clockwork, if you watch the fight, Masvidal had those little flurries. Didn't do nothing. But best believe, Usman was shooting and getting those takedowns. That man, it was. He looked like he was wrestling practice. That takedown, that sure, looked like. He was
3: in a BET movie. Talking about, you know, oh, that's how I got yeah.
1: here. <laughs> hey, you six may be wondering here. how I got here. It all started, it all started with the takedown, with the decision to accept the this fight. This is how it started. Fight Island.
2: Like, look, real talk. Shout out to Jorge who who put up a good match. You know, it was. It, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You know, yeah. I enjoyed it because again, like you said. Maybe maybe it's just a Nigerian thing. We we love strategy. We love tactic. We love seeing how your mind works. We love seeing how you get down. We don't want to see. Hey, let me just brawl in, nonsense or (laughs) this shit. We want to see you use your head. And Usman, he uses his head. Style bender. They use their head. they knock
3: knock the other person. to hit that.
2: So so why if 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 Usman started uh, boxing and going. Punch for punch with her, with her with Hohe. And, and 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 Jorge slapped the, the hell out of him. Just slapped him. Slapped him on a, his skat. We, we would have been What is wrong with you? Are you stupid? Little boy. Uh-uh. <laughs> he loves did, did, did you did, <laughs> oh, you, oh, did you did do did drugs? Did you do drugs before the before the match? <laughs> uh-uh. So, so he got himself an A+. Plus. We don't complain. We we
1: accept our blessings. We don't Thank God. So. He, listen. That was, that was, it was tactically a sound fight. Masvidal said it himself. He, I appreciate for all of the thing we know about Masvidal is he can yap, okay? So he was, he was yapping before the fight. He was yapping in the run-up to the fight. He was then, yapping in the fight. Yeah. My man is humble. I'll give him an A. I'll give After. Masvidal an A-plus for gamesmanship. Because while he was sitting there getting drug across that cage, he was still sitting there chuckling like everything okay, even though he was winded. My man was winded. Yeah. I'll give him A-plus for gamesmanship. But after the fight goes up to Usman, and, you know, they have a conversation, healthy dialogue, you know, congratulations, you did your thing. Hey, man, let me get a couple more fights under my belt, says Masvidal, and I want that rematch. Now it's come out that Masvidal wants... A, a re- straight up rematch right now. Rematch. No, you're going to have to wait. Nah. work your way up here. Okay. The biggest, someone
3: fact, said, actually, someone said to that, as far as Mazda won the rematch, they say, you know what? If you're going to ask for this, then it has to be belt for belt. Like there is no, you lost hey, that opportunity to get his belt. Hey, listen, so, put, let, put your belt up. Let, let, let my die. <laughs> the wetter with belt,
1: and the BMF yeah. belt. He said, put a- it up. Me and Abe will go buy bets ourselves. Okay. <laughs> we will show up on this program with bets. Look,
2: first of all, first Chai. of all, Uzman came in listening to Banner Boy.
1: Ah ah
2: he came in listening to Banner, Olua Banner Boy. Yeah. Hey. I beg, I beg. Look, look, look t- Uzman, mm-hmm. give me a call. I will come, I will come showing out in your train. I will come showing out. <laughs>
3: Usman, uh, they got the they got they got the music, they got your walkout. We here for you. We, we will, will show the way out.
2: <laughs> we just we, just we, I, you see you'll see Niger swagger Swaga. swagger <laughs> You'll see it. But, nice. you know, but meanwhile, you know, whereas Osa <laughs> and I are in unity about this, unfortunately sometimes we, we just gotta we gotta fight. Sometimes you just gotta
1: find a beef. It, and... There's 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 a borderline civil war. We'll call it Biafra Port 2. Oh, if fuck. you don't
3: know Biafra, you don't. Just, just, a, just don't get done up like Holloway
2: <laughs> If you want like a Hollywood version, go watch Tears of the Sun. Go watch <laughs> that. Pink. Um, but yeah, so next week we have the great EPL team called the Chelsea Blues. Playing here, man <laughs> playing some uh some decent average team called the uh uh Manchester United or City, something like that. Ooh. You know, something something like that. Man, you um, The Red Devil or something like that. It's just something random. Uh so we Listen, got we got uh, Chelsea.
1: we Felipe at oh, F-A
3: F-A oh. we're Sammy F-A at Cup
1: July night. Where Brian at okay currently in case you don't know since you want to talk this if we at the scorecard the past 5 matches okay manchester united four wins no losses this is against chelsea and one draw eh we are going to find Pound the yam, so do not start eh for the record in in, in, in in preparation for this game, I just found out today, it's shipping out, okay? In, in case you haven't followed the EPL, they were the only league in uh, UEFA, in the soccer restart, to not have player names on the back of their jerseys, but they just simply had Black Lives Matter on the back of the jerseys instead of player names. Instead of all this kerfuffle that the NBA has over having what statements mm-hmm. on the back of jersey, they just have Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. So the only team in the EPL... To sell those jerseys was Manchester United. So I just found out mine is shipping out today. Hopefully we get here in time for the match. It'll be good, great, hey, amazing. We shout out to us. I decided to
2: count me a 1994 uh, Chelsea home jerseys with the Amigas on the.
1: Okay, hey, that the jersey. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's yeah, gonna be so the next way, 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 way for us in retro. That's retro.
2: Yeah, no, I'm about to get me a whole retro collection. I'm about to count too. So when that Wait. comes in, you know, so anyway, like I said, um, the great team of Chelsea will be playing next week against some scrub. Um, I already know that Chelsea's going to win this match because uh, I remember someone, some random person in a chat was talking about um, this man team, this Manchester team was going to be top four after yesterday. Or two days ago. Um I don't need you to get your story straight. You can't even Unfortunately unfortunately they 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 didn't come away with the three points. So they are still outside looking in. Um yes. but anyway, uh while we are in the inside, we just gotta make sure we protect our windows and doors and not let these h- hooligans, these these reforms hooligans, unhooligans, these unreformed hooligans come in and uh try to break into our
1: nice abode so anyways i'm done we're done with you moving right along to our final segment y'all love it we're gonna slide not slide but slide, slide. on over into the rumor mill
3: yeah. with his
1: his fresh ball fadness. Baba Funke.
3: What's poppin'? Pull you a Brand pull new wheel, just hopped in. I got options. I can amazing. pass it. It's like stocking. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday lockin'. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top 10.
2: Full time!
0: Okay, guys, I just got this in. The Giants and the Vikings discussed a potential trade revolving around fra- franchise tag safety, Anthony Harris, back ah. in March. But however, Minnesota what? views him, they, they view him very highly. So, I uh, do too. Yeah, so, now, yeah, man. I know, but as of right now, I don't see it happening because the talks have stalled, and I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen uh, in regards to that. Now, uh, another one. Uh, this, this last one, uh, Redskin second year wide receiver Kelvin Harmon, he tore his ACL. Uh, oh, damn fantasy! State. I know. God, <laughs> <laughs> he tore his ACL. A lot of people felt like he could uh, he could have been that second receiver outside of McLaurin. But um, I'm gonna throw in a fantasy nugget for you guys, oh, especially people uh, people that in uh, deeper leagues. Uh, okay. Obviously, there's like a massive uh, target. Uh, that's going on in uh, the Redskins. Uh, the only one that's in the early to mid rounds is actually uh not really mid rounds. It's uh Terry McLaurin. But uh-huh. uh, I, uh, a receiver you need to keep out for, his name is Steven Sims Jr. um He does kick returns and punt returns. So that counts for fantasy wise as well. Uh, he had a. He, uh, Haskins started to target him uh, a lot in the second half of the season. He had eight targets last year. Half of them, half of them went through touchdowns. Seven out of his eight targets were inside the ten yard line. So keep that in mind. Um, he could be a guy who could be targeted in the red zone. Um, as I, he, he could have that Cooper Cup uh, factor in terms of uh, red zone ability. Not, not I'm not so. Are, a we putting,
3: player. are we putting a, whole, a lot of hope in Haskins then to get to get him that that ball? Well, I'll say the only positive
0: thing with Haskins is he did play well the second half. I mean, especially the last four games of the season, he did play better. So that's True. that's something to, to look forward. He's
1: up not to. Baker Mayfield.
0: He, yeah, he's not, that but he good. has he he has he has <laughs> upside and uh, he has upside. But uh, would you he's, hey, <laughs> hey, but he has Big He has a guy he, he has that chemistry with in college. I was, okay, yeah, but but let me ask this and, for ahead.
3: fantasy for fantasy purposes. We know Haskins is not a starter, obviously, in a fantasy lineup. Would oh, you no. have him as a second, as a backup? No, he's not draftable. Okay, thank you.
0: Haskins, Haskins is not <laughs> draftable.
3: Got it. He's not.
0: Uh, he's a guy that you, you could probably get off the waiver wire if he starts to, but, heat up, yeah. like, three or four hey, games, look, starts to heat up.
2: We finna but, have a SSAW Fantasy Football League this season. Oh, yeah, uh, we yes. are quarantine. And, we ain't gonna choice. By the way, no yo, choice. I'm throwing the gauntlet right now. Um, I'm looking at all the other podcasts out there. Shout out to Ringside Mayhem for dropping their new episode today. Um, uh, tough as looking at y'all. Uh, four hooligans, where y'all at? Uh, Diamond Talk, yeah, Rob Diamond Talk, what's up? Um, and uh, Full Core Press. I'm throwing the gauntlet right now. Osa and Abe is gonna win this year's fantasy football title. I'm just I don't talking. know.
0: I don't know about that.
3: Yeah, I don't know. First of all, I
0: don't know wait, name,
3: so you brought the old game show. Wait, you,
1: how are you, <laughs> you going to be on, exactly on the show and that? say you don't know about that? What? You're supposed to ride <laughs> we die. Look at you. Out you, out ain't here, man. you. ain't, You Listen, that's the scene. He get a ball fade and start acting all so kinds So I said this ain't my scene. I thought it was just a civil war between me
2: versus you, Osam, but apparently Mario just came in like a third party be like, what y'all doing over here? Yeah, I'm fine. Hold on. He came in like a nice on <laughs> and if you if in I'm, the league, you represent Ocean A. Awesome what you talking about? You stepping <laughs> with us.
3: You rocking with, <laughs> with us. Look, Sports Hair Radio is with us. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't hey, you do that. He, me, me and Daniel know because we face, we face off against each other in the championship last year. Shout out to Daniel for joining my league last year. Much respect, man. And congrats again. I,
2: I, I but I don't I've, care. You are with us. You are a He really just... Eh? He, he's Me, really he a not conscious asked. picture of our show and said, eh? Oh, y'all thought y'all was winning? But Maybe. I think that he, is disgust- an- I am disgust- he was about to Judas us, yo. I'm <laughs> disgusted. <Yes. laughs> eh?
0: yes.
3: Yo, mother and your yes. father. We're going to be I playing against disgust- each
0: other in the league. What are you guys talking about? We're going to oh, be
3: playing oh, against for- each other. Hold on. Who... First of all, the idea that they just brought up actually can be a serious idea as far as podcast versus podcast. Okay, let's just get that out oh, there. Joking? He thought yeah. this was a joke. This is he not. This is not, is not a joking. joke. This is uh, real. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> where's your where's your bias at? Where's your bias at, man, Sp- Mr. Sportshead <laughs> Radio? <laughs>
0: Look, if I'm in the I league, if I'm in the league, and I'm playing against y'all, it's gonna be competitive. That's all. But well, we're not. But, but we're not saying us. that.
1: This, this is okay. Okay. This is okay. Against okay. all the other podcasts. Oh you,
0: no, I man. That's man. That's 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 no. Yeah, okay. I, I'm with y'all. okay, like, okay, okay like, then. But <laughs> Shoot. if you're talking, if you're talking like like straight, like going against each other in the league, then okay. But of course, I'm with y'all. No, no, no. no, this, is, no, no, no. no this is this, this awesome. is this awesome. is.
1: Him off of course I'm with you about to get <laughs> traded. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what podcast are we trading into? Yo, yo, yeah. We, we about, about to, we about to have ball. some podcast trades hey, going hey, on. Hey, We're we we hey. in the bar Can we stop referencing them as the Washington Redskins? We're going to reference them as the Washington X. The Washington X. Get a new name. That's Washington fair. X.
3: The Maryland Warriors.
1: You, you, you got anything else for us? Oh. You getting cut straight. You said what? Oh, <laughs> all you got to do to defeat Emmanuel is dim the <laughs> lights back. Y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. You see how they played you? Damn. You see how they played you? No, Daniel. We was joking. You, Emmanuel, what else you got for us? These people out of your uh, green.
0: No, but now, basically, it's that. And uh, I'm, uh, based on the value you get for Steven, Sim- Steven Sims Jr., he's wide receiver 83 on ESPN. And another name you want to look out for, he's a rookie wide receiver from Liberty, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Um, he's wide receiver 88. So he's a guy I will potentially look in my watch list to see um, he, he, if he could get some snaps on the field. Because last year, Steven, Sim- Steven Sims had 33% snap percentage Throughout the year, but his snap percentage went up close to the forties in the mm. second half of the year, and, and half of his targets were targeted inside the ten yard line. So, uh, Gold, uh, Golden is a guy you want to keep an eye out for, especially with the with the Redskins receivers being really thin right now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. X, Washington uh, yeah, and also, uh, uh and also one more thing with the Redskins is a uh, uh, a receiver that's trying to get reinstated, which is Josh Gordon. He's kind of been campaigning. Of trying to be signed with the Redskins, so uh, yeah, and, 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 yeah, man. <laughs> He's been campaigning God. on Instagram lately, so that's all I gotta say. It's Literally. not even.
2: It's it's just I'm not upset with him really because I feel like oh, the yeah. punishment for for weed it has been too severe. It's excessive. And they, it's they excessive. Yeah. Let's be yeah. made him out to be a villain. But at the same time, my man, you've been giving way more
1: chances than That's anybody why. else in the league. There
2: <laughs> it is. So got to give though. My no.
1: man, you was with the Patriots, Patriots. and the Seahawks. you kicked up the to Patriots? Tom Brady,
0: Bro. Russell Wilson.
1: Come, Come on, up. man. Come on. And
2: they was giving you, you the rock. It was multiple you times. A, it was, you came to the Pats. You got into a little trouble. They took you back got into a little trouble. And yeah. they, First of all, when the Pats give you more than one chance, that's crazy. That's when they, they crazy. even give you a chance, that's why? that's crazy.
0: And now that when the uh, when the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, they still uh, funded him money to go out to rehab out in Florida.
2: Come
1: on, a few years back. He, he, he funded, he didn't they mention, funded didn't him go
2: didn't to go to rehab rehab in Florida. You could have
1: just said Is the Patriots... The same plane as, as Robert Kraft was taking to Florida. Anyhow, I'm done. Jesus I think we're Christ. done. good. It's a I'm good. It's <laughs> Um, you're welcome. With that God, being said, folks, yeah, this concludes another episode of the Day podcast. Shout out to all y'all who are watching it live. If you're watching the replay, appreciate it. If you ever want to watch live, we are live on. If you look us up on YouTube, SSAW TV every Wednesday at 2 p.m., check us out. Um, and if you're if you're listening to the replay, send it yep. out to some friends, share it. If you're enjoying the vibe, if you're enjoying the spice, it is your we, boy. We're Oster. officially on YouTube now, baby. We're officially on of YouTube, and 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 your other boy Abe. Tune in next week to see how the be, the Afra part two went down. Uh, we all know Chelsea going, but y'all know. Anyways, y'all know our slogan: one thing, two words. Get it in your brain. Oh you
2: Get out right here,
0: man. Oh man. Oh, man.